Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Igniting Dreams Within podcasts. I am your host, Ebenezer Maolo, and today I'm having a chat with Mr. Ntanta Mafarafara. Sir, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Thank how, you. Are, you, how are you this I'm morning? I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed, yeah. And uh, it's, it's one of those moments when a person calls you for an interview, you're like, okay, what did I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I even deserve to to be interviewed for, for 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 things like this? But thank you for for thinking of interviewing me. I it's a great pleasure, and you are definitely one of the people that are worthy of it. Okay, all right, yes. that's awesome. That's good. That's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> that's comforting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and let me first start with this question. Mm-hmm. When someone looks at you, when you are on the radio, when you are writing your books. They might have questions. They want to know who is Ntantama Farafar? Where is he from? What type of an environment did he grow up in? My my description of my life is um, it's rather funny. It's beautiful. I think it's a story on its own. Sometimes when I have to describe myself, I feel like it's a melody. Okay. To myself, of course. Okay. Um, I'm a pharmacist by qualification. I was born in a village called Nguzana. It's a very small village, but now it's very, very much... There's a lot of development around it, like in terms of residential development and business as well. Okay. So that's where I grew up. I went to um, three schools, four schools. Okay. Two primary schools, two high schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two primary schools, I succeeded in both of them. Mm-hmm. The two high schools, I dropped out in one. Okay. I dropped out at grade eight. Okay. Um, and then went into whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. And then got picked to me up, went okay. back home, mm-hmm. uh, and then I went back to school. Okay. And that's 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 where I come from. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied here at the University of Limbobo Tuflop campus. Um, mm-hmm. I failed twice. Okay. Uh, I'm an ex farm employee. Okay. I worked in the farm as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's enough, but um, um, now currently I I. I prefer to call myself a speaker okay. and a coach. Okay. And I love using my, my professional title as well okay. for now okay. until further notice. Okay. So I usually prefer myself as in the pharmacist, to the author, and speaker and a coach. Okay. So I have those four titles. Mm-hmm. And I think I quite deserve them because I have worked hard to even help other people become oh, better yeah. than I am as oh, I'm speaking. There are true. people that I know mm-hmm. who I've worked with. Um, directly or indirectly, who through the things that I tried to impart on them that they took, mm-hmm. they have become better. Okay. Um, I'm also on radio, um, okay. as, as you mentioned, and I think the radio platform gives me the space where one of the spaces that I really desire, okay. uh, I want it to be a bigger than what it is now, mm-hmm. to get to a platform where I'm on national radio. Okay. Because I believe I'm born to transform ordinary people, mm-hmm. or ordinary minds into extraordinary people that are okay. innovative, mm-hmm. that are so productive, that are solution oriented, mm-hmm. and mostly that are global citizens. Okay. Uh, I, I don't believe in, in in working towards creating local champions. Okay. I believe in, in working towards creating global impactors, wow. people who will not just live a life uh, in a way that if we were to, during their funeral, uh-huh. if they die, if they don't meet rapture, um, one would say, I know Abby, he was born 
he lived with us and he died. Uh-huh. I don't want that. I want something where people would write a statement oh, that yeah. makes a meaning. I asked someone on Facebook and on my WhatsApp profile not long ago, and I said uh-huh. to them, um, if you were to live your life at the end of the day and then somebody has to summarize it into one statement, uh-huh. what would that statement be? Uh-huh. One guy said transformational leader, but they were referring to me. They said, he's a transformational leader. Others okay. said he's a, a charismatic leader. Um, others said he's a mover and a shake. And I said, okay. why am I moving? Why am I shaking? <laughs> you know, those kind of things. But but in my head, when I look at my life, I'm, I'm, I, I want people to say this man came. Mm-hmm. He transformed ordinary people and made them greater than he was mm-hmm. and died. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to be remembered, that he helped people to become greater than he was. Uh-huh. If they could heard that he helped them transform the world uh-huh. and he died. Wow. That's how I want to be remembered. Yeah. So that's in Atlanta. Oh, in, wow. a in a nutshell. Wow. And maybe there's someone who's listening to this podcast and they are saying maybe they want to drop out of school or they've got those ideas that I want to drop out of school. Now, for you, what was it that led you to dropping out? And then what was it that led you to coming back in and say that, no, what I did, maybe it wasn't a good decision. Now I want to restart again. Um, at the time, it was a very good decision to drop out of school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it felt like a very good, you know, it felt like a very good decision because I would wake up, uh-huh. put up clothes like any other school, any other child. They should actually get my book, Relentless Youth. I okay. write it properly in that book, Relentless Youth. Uh-huh. There's a chapter titled The Prodigal Son. Okay. And that's where I write my story in that book. And I explain okay. what I did in detail. I won't go okay. into detail so that they can buy the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. I would wake up in the morning, dress uh-huh. up like any other school kid, uh-huh. put up my backpack, uh-huh. get my lunch pack, uh-huh. get my, my, what is this, pocket money, uh-huh. and go with every other kid. Uh-huh. When I, well, The only difference was that when they enter the gate, I pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the difference. Okay. Um, I got right, the right people to, to work with me to, to, to show me, look, this is wrong, boy. Okay. Uh, I was young at the time. I mean, I dropped out when I was 13 and a half. Oh, okay. So yeah, you can imagine yeah. what was going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was at grade eight. Uh-huh. So there was this too much pressure. Like I was in a multiracial school, Zulus, vendors, oh. Pedis, and some of them I could not even hear what was going on. Uh-huh. So uh, there was this whole mix coming from a Bundu one language school uh-huh. to a Johannesburg based school in busy city with a whole uh-huh. lot of people. It was uh-huh. like very frustrating for me. Okay. I came back and I met people who then talked to me and like, oh, this is good. This is bad. This uh-huh. is how you do. Um, most of it did not even make sense at that time when they were telling me. Okay. So I just listened to them as parents. Mm-hmm. Went back to school. I think it was when I was 16 years and a half or four, 17 when my life picked up okay. the right light. And I remember um, I was coming from church. My mother forced me to church. Okay. Which I thank her for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she forced me so hard until I accepted the Lord by myself without her okay. knowing that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people started calling me little pastor. Okay. But during that moment when I was called little pastor, one lady came to me at church with two of my friends as well. Uh-huh. Excuse me. And she said to me, to us, she said, you guys will never last. Huh. So that statement gave uh-huh. me encouragement. Okay. That at that moment, at that moment, I wanted to prove a point that I can remain a Christian for a long time. Okay. okay. There's nothing that's, that'll beat me. Okay. And then I went to God. How do I remain a Christian for a long time? How okay. do I live a longer life where everybody who said I will not make it uh-huh. um, uh, don't find um, anything to 
to ah, say anymore. Okay, okay. You know, and then God, I believe God led me to um, um, a verse in the Bible. It's Jeremiah 29, verse 11, mm-hmm. 12, and 13. Okay. Verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you to trust the Lord, mm-hmm. the thoughts of peace, thoughts of hope, yada, yada, that would give you an expected mm-hmm. end. Yo, so that part, what is the expected end? That's what mm-hmm. I started looking for. Okay. And then I realized that the expected end is not his expected end, it's my expected mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. so God will give me my expected and somewhere I think it's Psalms 37. It says, um, put your trust in the Lord, do good and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And then I uh-huh. knew that my expected end will be given by God, not these people. Uh-huh. It will be determined by God, not these people. But okay. if I fail, it's my job. Oh, okay. If I succeed, uh-huh. it's God's business. Uh-huh. If I fail, it's my business. I made myself fail, uh-huh. but I make myself successful by becoming available uh, to be entrusted by God for a bigger vision, okay. which is now to transform ordinary people into extraordinary people. Okay. So those kind of things did happen. Uh-huh. But going back to the question to say, what do, what do I tell those people? You know, one, uh-huh. if you want to drop out, drop out. Uh-huh. Deal with the consequences, you'll be wiser. Okay. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Uh-huh. Sometimes you, 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 you tell people things and they don't, they don't understand what's going on. Uh-huh. If you want to drop out, drop out, deal with the consequences, you'll be wiser. But that is the long road. Oh, to learning, yeah, yeah true, true. Learn from us who did it and failed, uh-huh. then you learn faster. Oh, yeah, yeah. So don't go into and, and drop out. Okay, yeah, okay. don't drop out. But if you want to drop out, it's okay. Uh-huh. I tell you, if you want to be fishy and funny and, and chubby and worked out bad, uh-huh. go ahead, do it. Uh-huh. That's what I'll tell you. Go ahead and do it. Uh-huh. There's two things that are going to happen you will learn or you'll die. Oh, okay. So depending on which one becomes first, uh-huh. you can learn faster uh-huh. and live longer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or you can learn slow and die faster. Oh. So that's how it goes. Uh-huh. So 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 then I dropped out and came back to school. Uh-huh. And then my life changed because I met the Lord or the Lord found me. Okay. And then I started realizing certain things. And okay. I'm sure there's someone who's listening now who, who, who does not even know God. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm going to tell you that, that, that somewhere there's a voice of reason in your heart. Uh-huh. That voice of reason is the voice that spoke to me as well. Okay. You know, okay. it's the same voice. So it will that voice will speak to you over and over and over again until uh-huh. you listen. Okay. And there's that little voice that is speaking to you. So no, this is not right. This is not right. Just just listen to it. Mm. Wow. That's it. And would you say that at that moment when you had that encounter with God, would you say that it was the moment that you discovered your purpose or you discovered your purpose happened afterwards? I think my purpose came afterwards. Um, I think it was around 2012. I was working as a pharmacist at that time. Uh-huh. I was very old. Okay. I won't tell you how old I am. Okay. <laughs> but I was very older uh-huh. than the time when the first thing. Look, it it dawned in my life that God will give me my expected end. And thank uh-huh. you, Jesus. That he will give me my expected end. Ex, ex, expected end. So that made me to trust him. Okay. You know, I even have this verse written on my room at home, my old room where I'd stayed. Uh-huh. That, you know, trust in the Lord and do good, Jeremiah 29. Uh-huh. And, and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. But I think it was in 2012, I was in I was with a friend of mine. His name is Ruben Tomen. Okay. Still a very close friend of mine even now. Uh-huh. Um, so we were talking about what is it that we're here for? Uh-huh. You know, and he asked, what's your vision? Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. What's your vision? No, I said, what's your vision? Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> you know, I would twist at the... I can't remember what he told me. Uh-huh. But the question remained. Uh-huh. So I went to my room. I said, God, why am I here? Uh-huh. You know, um, 
and and fortunately for me, I discovered when I'm saying I was old, I was still young, but I was older than I was at that first time. Okay. Uh, other people do find out when they are 15, they have very little time oh, yeah. to, uh-huh. To, uh-huh. to impact the world and their body is tired. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, people yeah. get to find out their, their visions, like Angus Birkin, mm-hmm. who found out his vision when he was a very old man, but he's doing a great Good. job oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. anointing that God has given him. It's multiplied in terms of the work that he's the impact that he's doing in the world. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to find my purpose at the end of the world, mm-hmm. at the end of life. So I found that that time. Okay. Um, and that's when this state, this thing, this pressing thought that to transform ordinary lives ordinary minds into extraordinary, innovative, productive, solution-oriented global citizens. Uh-huh. If you look at it, uh-huh. it sounds like a fancy statement uh-huh. or whatever. Uh-huh. For others are like, okay, what's that? what does that mean? Uh-huh. But to me, it means a lot of things. Uh-huh. One is that I have to find, I'm not um, necessarily created to find all these great people. Okay. I'm created to find people who are not great, uh-huh. but are going to be great. Okay, okay. okay. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm, I'm created to work with people who are ordinary citizens of any mm-hmm. um, a, a country in the world, okay. and work with them towards becoming greater people. Okay. Okay. But not just greater in name and stature, but greater in thoughts. Okay. Greater in impact. Mm-hmm. Greater in actions. Mm-hmm. Greater in words. Mm-hmm. Greater in the ideas that they work and bring to the world. Okay. Greater in the solutions that they bring uh-huh. and greater in the uh, geographical impact okay, okay. that we if well, the idea, what, what I believe God has created me to do is that I'll find someone who is in, in Pulukwani uh-huh. who whose impact will be felt in Cape Town okay. you know but never moving without, oh, without moving but uh-huh. they but they do work and get it impacts Cape Town yeah, it impacts uh-huh. Zimbabwe it impacts America it impacts China uh-huh. that's how it is okay. you know and, 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 and my life at the moment uh-huh. gets to impact people nationally. Okay. I'm still at that space where I, I dream to get out of the country. Okay. I haven't okay. yet. Okay. But that's how the, the, the purpose came. Uh-huh. And it became as a burning desire to start speaking. Okay. As a burning desire to start writing. As a burning desire to start blogging. Okay. Uh, as a burning desire to do podcasts. To be on radio. To be on okay. TV. Okay. Um, not as an acting celebrity, but mm-hmm. as a speaking professional who speak okay. on purpose, mm-hmm. who speak on identity, who speak on potential, and mm-hmm. who works harder on personal development. Okay. And that is what I do. That's what I talk a lot. Personal mm-hmm. development. Okay, okay. And as, as you, you, you also had the someone asking you why why are you here or what is your vision and i remember myself it was the first time when i when i when I, after i did my metric when i was at vets mm. studying electrical engineering for the first time then i was there i remember one time i was in the in the, in the lab then i started asking myself that why am i really here mm. it wasn't that i didn't know that i was at vets studying electrical engineering mm. but i began asking myself what what if I could die today and the way I'm not enjoying myself or the way I feel out of place here at the moment mm. and I realized that I never reached my full potential if I died. Yeah. So that, that that was when I, I when I when I got into studying people, trying to discover what was what was my life's purpose and doing everything that I could so that I could discover my purpose. And for you, did you also or what was the purpose the process that you, you, you went through so that, that helped you discover your purpose? Look, um I'll try to answer it generically first. Okay. 
we we all have exposures, uh-huh. totally different exposures. Uh-huh. Others it could be the death of a loved one. Uh-huh. Others it could be a near miss, one who just miss an accident and uh-huh. survive and realize, oh, your life is short. Uh-huh. So I never had that kind of moment where my life flashed on my face. Okay. No, I didn't have that. Uh-huh. I was just having a conversation with a friend, uh-huh. you know, and his question to say, "What's your vision?" Uh-huh. made me ask myself, "Why did I? Why was I born?" Uh-huh. What is it that that is important about me? Uh-huh. God did not just bring me here. Uh-huh. There's something that I have that I have to do. Uh-huh. I remember in the book of Jeremiah chapter one, uh-huh. there's this young man. His name is Jeremiah. God appears to him and he goes like, hey, "Jeremiah, I want you to go." He's like, "No, I'm young. Uh-huh. You know, I want you to go there and speak to this person." He said, "No, I'm young." And God uh-huh. says to him, "Look, I knew you before you were born, uh-huh. and I've ordained you a prophet while you were in your mother's womb." And I'm like. Uh-huh. Could it be that God has ordained me for something greater before I even knew it? Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. wow. That's true. Uh-huh. So I needed to find it. But my, my life only appeared in that moment to say, look, you need to discover this thing. Uh-huh. And and this is what was happening. Over and over again, I, I was exposed to situations where I'm encouraging people. Okay. You know, I would find myself in, when I'm sitting in a, in a group, I'd be encouraging people. If uh-huh. I'm not encouraging people, I'll be... Um, challenging a system okay, either okay. at work or be challenging my managers or be challenging mm-hmm. at school I did that at okay. school I was known to be one guy who I remember during my family I was one of those people who used the heads were like distorted a little bit mm-hmm. in such a way that if we didn't like something or the, could the class would ask me to be the one who lead oh, okay. um, the, <laughs> the movement <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I was not the class rep uh-huh. but I'll be one of those people who, who leads the, the rebellious movement <laughs> okay okay so that time my energy was towards the negative things okay, okay you know even when I was in high school there was a time when my energy was in the negative okay you know uh, but then I ended up becoming a class rep I ended up becoming LRC president in high school okay and that's why I started creating positive movement when I was in high school but it never dawned in my head that I was born to do things to transform ordinary people into extraordinary people you know solution oriented Mm -hmm. and and, and, and productive Mm -hmm. and and, and innovative uh, global citizen it Mm -hmm. didn't come to my head until that question what is your vision look when he asked me what is your vision what came to my head was like okay if I'm here five Mm -hmm. years from now Uh what would have happened okay Okay, 10 years from now, what would have happened? Okay. 20 years from now, what would have happened? What would have happened with my life? What would have happened with my time? Mm-hmm. What would have happened with the things that I've done? What mm-hmm. impact will I make to the world? What contribution okay. do I bring to the world? Mm-hmm. So those kind of questions came. Okay. And that's when I prayed. Mm-hmm. God, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and this word came. That's, that's how it go. And I don't think God has ever spoken to me that clear. Um, uh, since that moment because that was okay. the thing that he I'm sure the rest he wanted me to find out by myself okay. I had okay. to dig into that word that he gave me that statement uh-huh. and then I digging from it and then I get to find books that I'm writing uh-huh. I get to find um, the, 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 the messages that I'm sharing on radio the things uh-huh. that I'm sharing on Facebook uh-huh. uh, the things that I'm sharing everywhere okay. it comes from that uh-huh. moment uh-huh. so here's the thing um, what you were born for uh-huh. Will not come from outside. Uh-huh. It's it's inside. it's already there inside of you. Uh-huh. You may not know it now, but it's inside uh-huh. of you. You have uh-huh. to one way or another dig into your soul, dig uh-huh. into your heart, dig it, whether you are spiritual or not. It's inside. Uh-huh. Inside. Okay. Okay. And and here's the thing. Uh-huh. One other way that you'd find it is through the trouble. Okay. It's through the troubles that you we get exposed to the problems that you get that you get attracted uh-huh. to. Uh-huh. Do you know that we can drive on the road and have a and see a car accident and uh-huh. pass? 
yeah. that someone will stop. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For different reasons, someone will stop to just watch, uh-huh. but someone will stop and be compelled to go and help. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh-huh. Do you get it? Yeah. You 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 you'd go to um, a, a mall and find dirt and papers. Uh-huh. Someone would feel like I need to pick up these papers. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. John Maxwell tells the story of a 16, 15 year old kid who visited India with her with her father. Uh-huh. When they were in India, she found. Um, they went to the school where there was no English teacher. Okay. So the kids in India did not learn English, uh-huh. you know. Um, and then the the kid went home and worried, why are they not having English teacher? Uh-huh. They could not afford. Uh-huh. That was the big problem. They could not afford uh-huh. hiring an English teacher. Uh-huh. So they compromised the system by teaching them Indian and everything else that's within their language. Okay. okay. But the kid said, if these children are not taught English... Uh-huh. They will only be limited to, to local success. Oh, okay. They can't get out of India. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They will stay here and die here. Okay. So she went home, told the father, Dad, I need to hire an English teacher. Mm-hmm. 16, not 16. 15, not waking. <laughs> okay, yeah. The father was rich, had connections. Mm-hmm. And then and she had access to those kind of things. And then okay. she said, for my 16th birthday, mm-hmm. I want a fundraiser. Okay. Instead of giving me gifts, uh-huh. I want you to help me to, to, to do a fundraising event. Uh-huh. She hosted a 16th birthday fundraising event. Uh-huh. In the fundraising event, she told people what she looked for. Okay. Her vision of that little Ingi- in Indian school. Uh-huh. She raised money. A lot of she had she had calculated. She went home, uh-huh. did, did consulted people in India to say what would be the minimum salary that I can give to a person who teaches English in the school okay. for a year. Okay. She went on, um, and then raised. I think she raised funds enough to pay that woman wow. a teacher uh-huh. to hire a teacher and pay for two and a half years. Wow! Wow! Okay. So instead of using that money to pay for two and a half years, uh-huh. she used the money to hire the teacher well. Uh-huh. And then she took part of the money to buy English books okay, okay. for the children to to use for learning. Okay. So she did not just hire the teacher. Oh. She hired the teacher and gave the teacher resources. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you ask yourself, 15, what is what does that have to do? That kid found out what she was supposed to do at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that you know you need to do. So uh-huh. just do it. Oh, okay. And this is the kind of thing that if you don't do it, mm-hmm. you can do everything else in the world, but you won't find fulfillment. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true. You yeah. you 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 will go, you'll do it exceptionally well, but you find that when you sleep, you feel like you've wasted time oh, yeah, and energy. Yeah, yeah true. But when you found that thing that you were born for, mm-hmm. when you do, even if it's at the littlest level, yeah. there's that contentment, that level of peace to say, "Look, I've done what I was here for." Mm-hmm. I've done my part. It's like Paul would say, I've run my race and I've finished the course. I've fought the good fight. fight." Mm -hmm. When you've achieved it Mm -hmm. for a day, Uh the daily mandate, Uh you go home, man, and you lie on your bed. You're like, (laughs) this was a good day. Yeah, yeah. If you're working in other areas, you know, every day it's a wasted day if you're not in your tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and what you're explaining, it's it's something I also encountered because one of my my hobbies is coding, Mm -hmm. doing software. And one day we were in this, last year, it was last year, December, mm. and we had spent a couple, three weeks, three weeks into the program, we were coding software and everything was fine. 
but I never had a chance to do what I wanted to do. I never had a chance to go and see the people I wanted to interview. Uh, there were some ladies who I had organized some interviews that I wanted to speak to speak with to learn about business. There were there were some people I wanted to go and see, and there were the places where I was supposed to be speaking, mm. and there were workshops that I was supposed to be attending. But because that because we were so busy in that camp, I never got that chance. And one day, one evening, I was like, Nah, ah, this this isn't it. Because here I am, I've spent three weeks, I never even did anything that was in line with my purpose. And at that particular day, uh, one, one of the administrators, he mm. caught me online because I was watching some interviews. Because I never had the chance to go and, and see the guys that I wanted to interview. So I was watching interviews online and using, using video lectures to do that. Then he caught me and he nearly blocked my, uh, my access. And I realized that no, 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 no. What, what I'm doing, it's good. I do get joy when I'm, when I'm coding. But the joy and the satisfaction that I get from coding, it's, it's not, not as much as me being in my papers. Uh -huh. So, and I was like, ah, so then I need to really think about my life and how I will be investing my time. Because if I'm going uh -huh. to spend 80% of my time coding and not in my papers, mm. then I won't be happy with my life. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I said, um, um, every day is a wasted day if you're not in your purpose. Mm -hmm. You waste a lot of energy. You waste a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And I should say that anyone who, you know, um, it's possible to run a race and win, uh -huh. but it's not your a race that is not yours. Uh -huh. You can get all the accolades in the uh -huh. world. You can get all the, the medals and all the glory. Uh -huh. But if you get glory for things that are not yours, uh -huh. what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, what's true. the point? Go home and think about yourself. Okay, fine. If I'm going to run the race. Uh -huh. You know, there's this, I can't remember his name. Uh -huh. He climbed Mount, is it Mount Kilimanjaro? Uh -huh. Mount Everest, if I remember. Okay. It went up to 8,000 feet, 8,000 meters above sea level. Uh -huh. And he came down, they asked him, why did you do it? Uh -huh. He said he went, he, he stopped because there was a, he was struggling to breathe. He had uh -huh. reached his limit. Uh -huh. Okay. He said, number one, I wanted to see what is my limit. Okay. <laughs> and he saw it. <laughs> then he found it. Uh -huh. Number two, he said, I just wanted to break um, fear. Okay. I just wanted to do something out of the comfort. Okay. And then the third thing said it was just out of curiosity for full, finding fulfillment. Wow. Huh. I found it. Oh, wow. This guy climbed down that mountain. It was on a Monday. The following week, he was running the marathon, the Comrades wow. Marathon. Wow, wow, wow. And part of it, he said, for him, was preparation for Comrades Marathon. Oh, okay, okay. Others prepare for Comrades Marathon yeah. by running other marathon. Oh, okay. He prepared for Comrades for Marathon by climbing the mountain. Oh, okay. But for him, he said, it's fun. It's fulfillment. It's full, it gives him fulfillment. Okay. It gives him joy. You know, you, you can find a person who works at the lowest paying job, mm -hmm. not complaining at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they're in their zone. Oh, yeah. And you can find somebody working in the highest paying job, mm -hmm. not sleeping. Oh, yeah, true. Because true. they're in the wrong place. Yeah. They yeah. have access to money, mm -hmm. but they don't have access to life. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's deep. Uh, so they're struggling. Uh, yeah, true, true, true. So what would you choose? I, I would choose to, to, to not struggle with my life, but to fulfill my purpose. Do you know, do you know, you know, when you are, once you start finding your purpose, mm -hmm. resources follow you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you find your purpose, the resources, look, um, if you, if you're working outside your purpose in mm -hmm. any way whatsoever, mm -hmm. everything that you do has to be twice as hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're within your purpose, mm -hmm. look, if you're a speaker and you're speaking in your purpose, mm -hmm. 
you will get connections in the spaces within that. You yeah. don't struggle. <laughs> you don't have to fight hard to get clients. Okay, okay. No, you don't struggle. Mm-hmm. Look, there's always people waiting to support a purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. God has assigned the nature is allowed. Nature is assigned. Look, there's a statement that says. Uh, the world has a habit of making way for those who know where they are going. Wow, yeah. Wow. So okay. if you don't know where you're going, mm-hmm. you always struggle to, to open doors. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because you, you're just hitting around. Mm-hmm. But once you're in your purpose, mm. the road is clear. This is where I'm going. Oh, okay. Then the world said, this person knows where it's going. Let's make way for him. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in, 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 that, in that journey that you took as you were discovering your purpose and everything, were there some of the mistakes that you made along the way? And... Out of those mistakes, what were the lessons that you learned from the successes and what were the lessons you learned from the failures? Well, some lessons I can't share now. Okay. Some failures I can't share now. Okay. Some I will. Okay. Some of the failures that I did, uh, also in my other book, Step to the Next Level. Okay. I included them there. Okay. But, but since I discovered my purpose, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I did was to think that I need to have more money. Okay. Then I went into pay into debt. Okay. Which was tough. Okay. The other thing I think was to think that I have to find status from material things. I found myself buying a very expensive car at that time. Okay. Which took a lot of money out of my pocket. Okay. It was comfortable driving. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed driving the car. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It was fast and I love fast cars. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. But it was eating out of my pocket. Okay, okay. It was really eating out of my pocket. It was a big liability. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the things. And I think that's what many many young people as well do. Even those that are older, they want to find themselves competing over what they have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not over who they are. Mm-hmm. So we, we find ourselves um, wanting to please people based on how we appear. Okay. But not wanting to please ourselves based on who we are. So we don't find contentment. Okay. So I didn't have that inner content, that contentment, that inner balance. Okay. So I wanted to be what the world looked at me and wished I was. Okay. So that's killing. And what 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 were the lessons that you learned from the successes? Or the good you can't you can't be anybody else but you. <laughs> okay. You can't. It's impossible. But mm-hmm. well, you cannot be anybody else but you. And another thing I think that I've learned is that I was not developing myself. Okay. There's a quote by Albert Einstein. I think I said it on radio as well that um, that if you feed your mind as often as you as you feed your stomach, soon you will mm-hmm. not have to worry about what you feed your stomach. Oh, okay. So 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 I worried a lot about external things. Okay than worried about what goes into my mind. Okay. So I was not developing. I think it's after I met Rubin that I started. I, I was a reader before. Mm-hmm. But since I met Rubin, I made an, an, an effort. I was buying a lot of music, man. Mm-hmm. I'd buy two, three, seven CDs and DVDs. I'd spend between five and eight hundred rand a month on music. Okay. Which was not necessary. Because mm-hmm. after listening to it for two weeks, you don't want to listen oh, to yeah. it for the whole year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Or even forever. Uh-huh. You know, music keeps on coming. But yeah. knowledge doesn't... Oh, knowledge doesn't, just, yeah. it doesn't... You know, knowledge always go back. Mm-hmm. I think from 2012, I started buying more books in 2014. Okay. Yeah, that's when I started, no, stop this music things. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work. I started buying books. Okay. I started buying books. I have a stack now. I have a library 
mm-hmm. nicely put in my house. Okay. I started consuming books. Okay. I started eating knowledge because I realized that as long as I keep I take junk into my mind, what's mm-hmm. gonna come out of my mouth is junk. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So I started okay. taking rich things into my mind. Okay. So that when I open my mouth, richness comes, mm-hmm. wealth comes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring value in people. Okay. And to people mm-hmm. through me getting value to myself. John Maxwell always says, if you wanna add value on other people, add value in yourself yeah. first. Yeah. You need to value yourself. Mm-hmm. So that was the one thing that the thing that I missed that I I I thought I needed to look, ah, not to be. Be okay, okay, looking the part. <laughs> yeah. So huh? that's a mistake. So now I don't care how I look. Mm-hmm. I care how I am. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I mean you 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 I met a, I was with this doctor the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, we works right here in the province. Okay. And he said to me, look, I had cars, man. I had beautiful, luxurious cars. Mm-hmm. But I was paying a lot. Okay. So I went, he went, he said he went to the bank last, is it last year or so? Mm-hmm. He went to the bank and told them, I can't afford to pay you. Take your cars. Okay. They took him and blacklisted him. Wow. Remember, you can only be blacklisted for so long. Oh, yeah. Not uh-huh. forever. Not forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. He said, I want you to blacklist. They said, we're going to blacklist you. He said, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm volunteering. Okay. <laughs> I'm volunteering. Take your cousin, blacklist me. I don't care. Uh-huh. But guess what? Uh-huh. They, vol- they he volunteered to be blacklisted. Uh-huh. They took the cars. Uh-huh. They came to him. They said, "No, you still have a short." Said, "I told you that I can't afford to pay them. Uh-huh. So find a way. Uh-huh. I can only afford to pay you this much. Uh-huh. That's all I can afford." Uh-huh. Then they said, "Okay." They didn't have a choice. His debt was completely cut to a very minute thing. Oh, okay. But that's not the the the, the good news. Uh-huh. The good news was. He had access to all his money now, oh. which was previously accessed by the bank. Yes. Okay, okay. Ah, okay. So if you have more than, if you have a car today, the banks have access of between three thousand rand and five thousand rand mm-hmm. for a smaller car. If mm-hmm. the the bigger the car, the more the bank has access to. Okay. You know what? This is what um, James Macaulay says. It's 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 the it's the tag of a slave. Okay. So 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 the higher you end, the bigger the slave you are. Wow. Or the more expensive a slave you are. So 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 he, he this guy realized, doctor realized that look, I'm a big slave for the bank, but I'm benefiting them a lot. I'm a very productive slave for the bank. Oh, okay. So he so he took them. They took them. Became blacklisted. He mm. went up somewhere a few months later. I went to found this guy selling a car. I think he said it was sixty thousand rand. Okay. Cash. Wow. It's gone a few thousands of kilometers. I said, I want this car. I'm okay. going to buy it. It's mine in cash. Mm-hmm. Bought the car, paid him in two months. Mm-hmm. He owes nobody nothing. Oh, wow, wow, wow. wow. He's all his salary. As a dog, it's a good salary. All his money goes into the bank account and sits. Uh-huh. Remember, the banks can't go to him and said, you owe us. Let's check your bank statement. Oh, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. They can't. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's blacklisted. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is no longer a target. Is someone mm. that the bank wants to avoid? Right. Oh, okay. But during that time, he invested the money into something else that is building him wealth. Wow, wow, that's so great. Wow. Hmm. So we can make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We can stay in them mm-hmm. and beat ourselves for the mistakes that we did. Mm-hmm. Or we can wake up and smell the coffee. Mm, yeah. The choice is ours. Yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. But it's 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 paramount. So it's it's not something that I'm gonna push and say, Mama Bula, you 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 fa- you failed here. Now this is what you do. No, I have to make a decision by myself. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That that's something that we definitely need to do. Mm. And 
as as you are you are you are in this journey of you pursuing the fulfillment of your purpose, I believe that maybe at some instances, maybe when you when you saw that you were misusing your money not to advance your purpose, but rather to look like you were advancing your purpose. Mm-hmm. I believe that there were some moments in, in, in that in that journey where you were like, you know what? As much as I might look the part, but this is it. I am done with trying to please people with the way I look, or I am done trying to to show people that I can do one, two, three, four, five. What what was that moment for you? Were you in a moment of pain that you said that this pain is too much that I never want to feel it because now I'm in debt or I can't do achieve one, two, three, four, five? Or was it just inspiration? What was that moment for you? Well, to be honest, I did not even know that I was in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Until um, I started talking marriage. Okay. So when we started discussing the issues of marriage with my wife, mm-hmm. she was my fiance then. Okay. Or girlfriend, whatever you would call. Mm-hmm. But she's my wife now. Mm-hmm. So we had conversation about money. Okay. I think we would, you know, you'd go to premarital counseling, but I mm-hmm. think it was before that. Okay. Or during that time, I can't remember. But it, it was her. Okay. She's very financially smart. Okay. So she started asking me questions that I did not want anyone to ask me. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Which I won't share the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But she started asking me things that made me go to bed uncomfortable most of the time. Uh-huh. And that's what we need. You need those kind of people. Yeah. You know, the kind of people who will ask you a question that you hate to answer. Uh-huh. But you need to answer it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was quite financial questions. I look at it. If I continue behaving like this, uh-huh. I'm going to get married and she's going to be in trouble. Uh-huh. Wow. So, to not make it, put, not put her in trouble and also not put our children in trouble, I need to change. I knew that uh-huh. I need to change when she started asking me questions. Oh, okay. So, the answer was not an explanation. The answer uh-huh. was a change. I had oh. to change my, the way I did, I, the way I behaved financially. Uh-huh. You know, because I knew that if I don't change... You know, there's one thing in your life that will affect many other areas. Okay. I knew that everything about my life requires some form of financial backup. Okay. If I'm going to develop, I need money to go to seminars. I need money to go to school. I need money to buy books. Mm-hmm. I need money to buy old. I needed the money to do that. Okay. Then I had to change. I remember when I sold that big car, we were able to use the same amount mm-hmm. of that big car to buy two cars. Okay. Wow. 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 So it was not necessarily a big car in terms of the size, but in terms of the cost. Oh, okay. So we were able, I sold that car, traded it, and then I bought two cars. We were able to split the money and then be able to buy a car for me and one for my wife. Wow. Okay. We made money accessible, available mm-hmm. for things that benefited both of us. Okay, okay. You get it? Mm-hmm. So, so, so we, 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 in my life, what happened was it was questions. Okay. The moment came through questions. The same as when I discovered my purpose. Mm-hmm. It was through questions. And when okay. I started implementing my purpose, mm-hmm. it was through questions. Oh, okay. And one thing I've also noticed for myself, that the biggest limit that one would have for them to fulfill their purpose, it's purely the relationships that they make. And especially for, for, like, for, someone, for someone like me who's not yet married, I, I have seen that the greatest limit to married people and others who want to marry or who are already married who have divorced was that the, the limit that stopped them from reaching their full potential or their purpose were actually the people that they were married to because you get to a point whereby 
as you are busy fulfilling your purpose or pursuing the fulfillment of your purpose, there is a, a heavy price that you need to pay. Whether it's through sacrifice, you have to give up certain things, certain luxuries, and you might find that your spouse is not willing to pay those prices that, or the price that you need to pay as a couple or you individually. Now, for you, for you, what was the criteria that you used when you were saying that no, this is the woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with? Uh, that question is very difficult to answer. Okay. It requires 10 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it requires 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's a long question to answer. But I'm not a marriage counselor. Okay. And the, 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 the problem with that question is that people take it as a one-size-fits-all. Ah, okay. When I tell them, this is how I discovered that this is a one to marry, mm-hmm. and others will start looking at it as hints. Ah, okay. Them, okay, okay, yeah. Which may not be. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when, when Adam woke up, when Adam got his wife Eve, mm-hmm. he just woke up from sleep and found a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, when 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 Isaac get had a wife, Abraham's mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. Abraham's son, when he had a son, he did not meet her first. Oh yeah. yeah. His father servant went to collect the woman mm-hmm. and said, "This is your wife." Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. When Jacob had his wife, he walked into a into a place and said, "That girl is my wife. That one. I'm gonna marry her." Oh. Then he went to the father. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, so, so we will all have wives in a different way. Okay. All of us, it will be different. The other guy, I remember in the Bible when I was reading, mm-hmm. he was told to go and marry a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah. So if you read that verse and say, and then God tells this man to go and marry a prostitute, mm-hmm. and then you don't read it properly, you start going looking for prostitute and say, I'm going to change him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and trust uh, me, you'll uh-huh. be in a big mess. Wow, wow. So wow. it's, 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 how do you know this one is the right one? You'll just know. Oh, okay. You'll just know. Whether it's God will inspire you, whether it's the heart that will talk to you, you mm-hmm. will know. Sure. Look, mm-hmm. you know, you know, there's something in biology it's called enzymes and coenzyme. Mm-hmm. And something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like using a lock. Mm-hmm. Do you know you are inside the car now? Mm-hmm. It's not every key that is manufactured by VW that will fit in my car. Oh, yeah. True, true. Mm-hmm. It's only that specific key. And you will know that it fits when it opens the door. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Not when it gets through the, the keyhole. Mm-hmm. When it when you turn the key and it opens the door, you'll know mm-hmm. this is the one. Oh, okay. And you will confirm that it's the one. When you put it in the ignition mm-hmm. and you start the car and it starts, oh, then you're really sure that mm-hmm. this is the right this is the key. Wife. Oh, okay. okay. So you know that this is the right wife mm-hmm. or this is the right woman to marry. Mm-hmm. When, when you start walking together, mm-hmm. there is no regression. Oh, wow. Instead wow. of starting to move backwards, mm-hmm. you realize that, you see, the Bible says a woman, a wife comes, uh, we said, it makes a man, a wife as a mid-help. Mm-hmm. And he that finds a good wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Mm-hmm. When you start seeing those, you see, but it, remember, you must be careful because the devil can also replicate oh, yeah. some things. Mm-hmm. So you should not see progress and assume that God is in it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you can make progress on your own without God, mm-hmm. but it will be self, it will be limited. Oh, okay. You can make progress even when you are assisted by any other force, mm-hmm. but it will be limited. It's not the same as when God is involved. Okay. You understand? I'm very mm-hmm. much a Christian. Mm-hmm. So, so you'll start knowing, okay, this is the one. When you start seeing certain positive things happening in your life mm-hmm. and you being able to add positive things in her. Okay. And when I'm talking about positive things, I'm not talking about the blessed, blessy behavior. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about purpose behavior. Okay, okay. Where you start seeing that within my purpose, mm-hmm. this person has got room. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. a big role to play. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is. And within the hair purpose, I've got a role to play and a room to play. And mm-hmm. this is how big it is. Wow. wow. And yeah, what you're talking about, it's, it's what I call complementary purpose. Exactly. Where, where you find that not only does your vision complement mine, but ours, they, they come together into becoming one. Marriage ought to be like that, bro. Okay, okay. Marriage, look, it can't be one man's show. Mm-hmm. God, look, he, he puts two people together and they become one. But even though they become one, they're still two individuals. Oh, yeah. One yeah. with a particular mandate, one with a particular... It's possible that God can put you in one space mm-hmm. and had given you the same mandate. Okay, okay. It happens. Mm-hmm. But you find that even though it's the same mandate, the level of impact is not the same. The level oh. of excuse, of execution won't be the same. Okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, mm. that's something else. And what are some of the things that you do or you or what are some of the systems that you use to make sure that you keep on growing, you keep on growing in your area of purpose and even in your impact that you, are, you want to do into the world? One, read. Okay. I read like crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't read to the level that I want. I want to be able to read 50 books a year and okay. apply. Okay. But so far I read, I think on an un, on, over the past three years or so, mm-hmm. uh, on my calculations or my review, I think I'll read on between 28 and 35 books per year. Okay. Also. Wow. Yeah. So I try to make sure that I develop myself through books. Look, okay. you know, you know, you know, you know, books becomes your mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're reading a book, you're having a conversation with the author. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to have conversations like that. Conversations that challenges me, that inspire me, okay. that motivate me, and that also show me direction. Mm-hmm. So other than books, um, if if you are in my vehicle, mm-hmm. or anywhere that I would be, mm-hmm. you would find um, podcasts, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Okay, um, That's what I do. Okay, I listen to teachings. Mm-hmm. I listen. Then I also then associate with real people, physical people mm-hmm. who who would normally assist me where I need to be assisted, provide me guidance. Okay. I'm I'm very fortunate that I'm surrounded mostly by pastors. Okay. Yeah. And I have a great wife who who's able to do that as well. Wow, wow, wow. And one 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 thing I also noticed is that for me, for me, the way I, I develop and grow myself. I, I grow and develop myself more via audio and 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 visually than through books, and it's 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 a transition that I'm trying to make. Cause when I was writing my book, I said that you know what the biggest mistake I could make is that I would be stealing other people's ideas and writing in my book. And in that moment, I found myself that I broke my habit of reading, cause I usually I was I was almost at, at a month I would read maybe four books a month, sometimes even more. Mm-hmm. But when I stopped reading when I stopped reading those books. And I, I started only to listen to podcasts, to listen to, the, to watch only the video lectures. I found that now it, it became a challenge for me to get back to that habit. Mm-hmm. Do you have maybe a system that, that helps you that maybe when you are about to write your book, you find that no, if, if or you, maybe you might find that you want to protect yourself maybe from using other people's ideas. Maybe you say, let me stop reading at this moment so that you, don't, you won't be able to be using other people's ideas and treating them as you. Do you have something that, that helps you stay on track in, in that area? Well, I don't think it's possible to not use other people's ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's possible. However, mm-hmm. it's good to acknowledge that this is not your content. Okay. Um, but the system that I use for me... Where's my phone? The system that I use is mm-hmm. that I keep a phone mm-hmm. and then in the phone I have a notepad. Okay. In the notepad, every day, where everywhere I go, mm-hmm. 
Yes, you see, if you look at it, I would have best quotes. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then if if you look at it, I would have business ideas. Uh-huh. And then I would have this like why why Africans are poor, and then I would have like this teaching notes. Okay. And and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. So what I do is when ideas pop into my head, uh-huh. I go into this app. Oh, just okay. put them down. Okay, that's how I compile a book. Okay, if, if I show you now, for example, uh, I showed you one why why Africans are poor. Oh, uh-huh. Um, here in this in this notepad, the book uh-huh. is complete. Okay, because the whole stra- the summaries of every chapter is there. Oh, okay. okay. So this is how I start writing. I put things into a skeleton so that I have an understanding that when I'm going to sit down today and write, uh-huh. this is what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. Is what okay. I'm going to do. Okay. And, and, and I try not to copy things as they are in a book. I want to get the understanding of the concept. Okay. Not the statement. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so some people are, are so gifted in, in, in what you call memorizing slogans uh-huh. that they memorize songs. Okay. And then when they go home, uh-huh. they don't know what they were doing. Okay. <laughs> so I don't want to find myself doing that. I uh-huh. want to learn. Uh-huh. And then not only do I do that, but I keep two writing pads uh-huh. daily. Uh-huh. So this is the planner. I would have the small one, which is used as a planner. Uh-huh. And then I would have the bigger one, which is used as my notepad. Okay. Where I write critical things uh-huh. about myself. Okay. Okay. You know, uh-huh. and, 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 and that works. Uh-huh. Um, and lastly, great authors that I know, like for example, John Maxwell, you read his book, it's codes everywhere. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He combines hundreds and hundreds Thousands. of people <laughs> in one book. Uh-huh. Yeah. He uses their thoughts to build the concept. Oh, so yeah. there's nothing that stops you from doing that, provided oh. you acknowledge oh, the sources. Oh, properly. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and maybe there's someone who's saying that, you know what, I, I, I love I love the way you had an encounter with God. I love the faith that you've got in God. But what if you were to give me, if you couldn't give me a book to read, if you couldn't give me a podcast to listen to, if you couldn't give me a lecture or a tape to watch, but you were to give me certain principles that I would look at those principles and if I obey those principles, I would be successful in my life. What would those principles be for you? Um... There's a lot of things. I think the first thing is to find out who you are. Okay. And why you are. Mm-hmm. And whose you are. Okay. Who you are. Mm-hmm. Why you mm-hmm. are. And whose you are. And whose you are. Okay. Who you are talks about your identity. Okay. It talks about your strength and ability. Mm-hmm. It talks about your purpose. Mm-hmm. It talks about your mandate mm-hmm. uh, for being born okay. here on earth. Mm-hmm. I just want to quickly go into something and then I'll be able to, 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 to give you a full answer. Okay. And then the second thing um, um, is why you are. It's why were you born with that kind of purpose? Okay. Why, why, what is important about that purpose? I mean, if, if you don't get to live in that purpose, what's mm-hmm. going to happen in your life? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is going to happen in your life? Mm-hmm. So you have to know the purpose for which you were born for. Okay. And and after knowing the, the purpose for which you were born for, know uh, go, how to execute it. Okay. Or how to go about executing mm-hmm. that particular purpose. Okay. Otherwise, nothing that matters will ever matter. Oh, okay. You get it? Mm-hmm. Now, then you, whose you are, mm-hmm. is, are you born for God? Okay. For your mom? Mm-hmm. For your dad? Mm-hmm. For your teachers? Mm-hmm. 
Who's you? Are. Who's you? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I know that I'm God's. Mm-hmm. I'm God's child. Mm-hmm. So, so anything that happens in my life, it's for God. Okay. So it blesses God. It glorifies God. Mm-hmm. Even though the direct and immediate beneficiaries mm-hmm. of my life are in 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 it, 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 it's the people of the world. Mm-hmm. But the main beneficiary is God because he gets the glory. Oh. I want to give you 11 questions that you need to answer to clarify this thing properly. Okay. And these 11 questions are on page three okay. of Step to the Next Level. Okay. So buy the book and get it. Okay. And then get and read the and how to answer the questions. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So the first one is, which areas of my life have I ex- experienced great success? Okay. Number two, in which areas of my life have I experienced great failure? Okay. Number three, what was my initial plan in these areas of success or failure? Okay. Number four, what were my short, medium, and long-term goals? Okay. Five, whom do I know that can influence my life in the long term? Okay. Number six, when was the last time I did something new for okay. the first time? Okay. Number seven, how have I responded to criticism? Okay. Number eight, what was the leading cause of my failures okay. or business failures if you had one mm-hmm. number nine how do I want to be remembered okay number ten which areas do I really want to be successful okay and number eleven what is my next level wow okay so to answer these questions mm-hmm. number one you need to set out time to make proper reflections okay. okay two you need to eliminate distractions and obstruction distraction including cell phones social media all these little things mm-hmm. number three write your goals down and regularly review your progress Ah. So you write them, you start speaking them. Mm-hmm. Number four, ask the right questions okay. all the time. Ah. There is power in questions. Yeah. There's too much power. Mm-hmm. And then number six, find people who can help you to shape your dreams. Wow. So okay. this is where you'd have mentors, you'd have coaches, ah. um, and, 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 and so on. Okay. So, so if we, we, we don't get to know what way, what way our life is going and how to change mm-hmm. because we don't ask the right questions. Oh, yeah, true, true. We wow. don't ask wow. the right questions. Wow. You, often we would be asking all the wrong questions and blaming people and pointing <laughs> fingers. And uh-huh. when you start asking the right questions, yes. mm-hmm. it empowers you to take responsibilities. Oh, yeah, true, true. Hmm. Wow, wow. And... If maybe after I've, I've asked myself those questions and, and, and I've, I've really reflected on my life, I've seen where am I failing, where am I succeeding, what are some of the goals that I want to achieve, what are the goals that I am achieving at the moment, and I get to a point, maybe, maybe someone someone is saying that, uh, what would you what would you recommend for me? As I want to grow myself. They're saying that I've got this big purpose that I want to accomplish or fulfill with my life, but. I don't know which path should I take. Should I read this author because I've got access to many authors? Should I watch this podcast? Should I do what what? Now, for someone who's confused like that, what 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 what's the advice or what are maybe maybe if if you've got a book, what's the what's the that what's the first book that you would recommend that this person do or read that they should be able to grow in? And if if there's no book, if there's a tape or a podcast, which tape or which book or which podcast should they listen to? And if there's a lecture, what's that lecture that they should they should check out so that they will be able to grow in their purpose and maybe they will have something from, from that one? The first person that they need to have a meeting with is themselves. Okay. I'll repeat it. Mm-hmm. The first person that they need to have a meeting with mm-hmm. is themselves. Okay. If you can't have a meeting with yourself, mm-hmm. please don't try to have meetings with other people. <laughs> okay, okay. It won't help you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you we, we, we have a tendency of wanting to waste other people's time, so well, why yeah. do we want to use our own time? Mm-hmm. So so don't don't make a mistake. And I want to read something again Okay. for you. Then I'll, I'll give you some few things. Mm-hmm. 
one of the frustrating diseases mm -hmm. is that nobody wants to be anybody. Mm, okay. So that is a big frustration mm -hmm. for, for for so many people. Mm -hmm. Here's another thing. Value comes when you know that you are the person that you would like to spend the rest of your life with oh. and you are happy with that decision. Hmm. Hmm. Me spending... Oh, wow. <laughs> so we, we can talk about books. Mm -hmm. But if you spend time with books mm -hmm. but you can't afford to spend time with yourself, yeah. hmm. the books won't make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Mm -hmm. The book won't make sense. Mm -hmm. If you read books and you don't know how to spend time with yourself, it mm -hmm. must be that you want to learn how to spend time with yourself. Oh, okay. But yes, the first book that helped me as well when I was in my journey, it's a book, it's a 40-day journal by Rick Warren. Okay. I think it's called What on Earth? The Purpose Driven oh, Life. life. Okay. The mm -hmm. Purpose Driven Life by mm -hmm. Rick Warren. You need to read that book. Mm -hmm. The second book that I think you need to read, um, it's two of them by Dr. Miles Monroe. Okay. I think it's the power and principles of purpose mm -hmm. and the power and principles of vision. Okay. And I think the third one is understanding uh, the power and of potential or something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or oh, releasing, releasing your potential. potential. Oh. Yes, by Dr. Miles Monroe. Okay. That's a very, very, very important book. Mm -hmm. The fifth book, did I say four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Five. yeah. The f and I'm talking about this book in order okay. of importance. Okay. okay. The book number five that you need to read is the book by Dr. John Maxwell. It's called Intentional Living. Mm -hmm. And then book number six mm -hmm. is, is depending on your age. Okay. If you are very young, I would recommend you read my book, Relentless Youth. Okay. Because it also talks about the challenges that you're going to experience on your pursuit of purpose as a young person. Okay. Even older people can read it. Mm -hmm. Then you can also get my book, Step to the Next Level. Okay. So those are the books that I really, really um, recommend. Okay. When you have read those books and understood something about your life, I recommend that you read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Okay. That's one of the most powerful books that I've ever read. Okay. Uh, it's so powerful. I can't give you the summary, but that book is very powerful. Okay. I always go back to that book and make reference. Oh, okay. It's one of the books that I've read and made so dirty. Okay. Through so highlighting okay. and underlining and uh -huh. writing notes on uh -huh. the book. Okay. okay. So that's that's what that's what you need to do. Uh -huh. And then it from spending time with yourself and spending time with books, uh -huh. you need to spend time with other people who are better than you. Okay, okay. You see, the, 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 the tendency with mankind is that we want to spend time with people who are lower than us, uh -huh. who are weaker than us. Uh -huh. But if you are find you find yourself in a group of more than two people and you're the smartest one, it's time to jump ship. Uh -huh. Get another group uh -huh, that okay. will challenge you. Uh -huh. That's how it goes. Hmm. Yeah, wow, wow. Hmm. And... If maybe you, you had this one opportunity, mm. you, you get this opportunity to either ask someone a question, whether that person is alive or dead, that person is maybe you might have access to or you don't have access to. If you had a question, whether it's a mentor or a role model, that you wanted to ask them a particular question that would help you move, if using using your reference, move from where you are to your next level or to move where you where you want to be and to the another level above that, what would that question be? What made your life matter? What made your life matter? Okay. What made your life matter? And what is it that you want to gain from asking that question? Is it that you, you wanted to learn what they did and that, that, that ended up making an impact and mattering to the world? Or what, what's that? Sometimes what people did is not as important as why they did it. Okay. Sometimes it's not. 
Okay. So it's it's it, we we always want to ask why what 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 how can I do what how can I but we need don't know ask how why did you do what you did oh. do you know that if you can understand why things are done you can understand how things are done oh yeah true yeah yeah so when I ask them what made you matter is that is me finding out that reason okay why did they do what they did okay yeah because I know they won't they won't tell me that it's money oh okay okay they won't tell me that it's relationships. Mm-hmm. There's something deep inside. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what drove them yeah. mm-hmm. to do the thing that they did. Maybe I would ask them, who do you know that I should know and why? Okay. Mm-hmm. That becomes an important question okay. because there's someone who helped them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or whom, if they were to ask for help, they would ask for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So what made your life matter? Wow. Who do you know that I should know? That I and should why? know and why. Wow, okay. Wow, wow. okay. And... For me, for me, I found that one of one of the let me say if not say a, a person, but rather that if, if I if I were if, if I were given a chance to sit down with God, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask God this question that God, what were you thinking when you were making a human being? Because you you you've you've given him hormones that control whatever he's doing. You've 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 shaped his mind and it works so magically. You've given him senses. You've given him everything. But what was it that what was on your mind that you were you were thinking, or what was it that led you to designing this this magnificent being? And for you, if you had one opportunity, maybe you just sit down with God, maybe today or somewhere, or in a dream or in a vision where you you, you just have this chance to sit down with God and you were to ask Him a question or a couple of questions that. Those questions would help you either for your life, for your business, or the impact that you want to make in the world. What would those questions? Okay, let's say what would those what would those questions be for you making an impact in the world, and what's that type of an impact that you want to make in the world? And if it's not for the world, but it's if it's for for yourself only, maybe you might have some questions that you've been asking about you, or, or something along those lines. What would those be questions be, and what was it that you want to ask God in that moment? I don't know if I have a question for God. Okay, I don't know. Okay. When we read the book of Genesis chapter 1, 26, 27, and 28, it explains to you why God created man. Okay. And what he meant by that. Because he said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, uh-huh. so that he can have dominion over the earth, uh-huh. over the fish of the waters, over uh-huh. the birds that flies up there, uh-huh. over the moon and the stars, uh-huh. the sky. Uh-huh. So, so we said we should have dominion. So that's why he created man. Uh-huh. But asking God questions, I think he has already answered everything that I need to ask. I just haven't found it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it's in his book. Mm-hmm. It's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so I, would, I don't think I would want to ask him any question. Okay. Hmm. If, if I was to ask any question in any case, mm-hmm. be, why did it take so long for me to discover my purpose? Okay. Hmm. Because, I mean... He knows why. I mean, he puts time to everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe that's what I would ask. Oh, why did it take you long to to discover a purpose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, as the final question, mm-hmm. as as we are concluding this, wh- what would be if maybe it's a question or it's it's a task that you you would want to give us or everyone who's listening to this podcast? What would be that challenge that you want to pose to us? That you know, this is my challenge for you. What's that challenge? There's the something that I believe every human being must do. Okay. Is to answer why they are here on earth. Okay. Why are you here? 
Mm-hmm. What is it that you were born to do? Mm-hmm. And why? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest challenge that we can all ask. Mm-hmm. Why are we here? Yeah. The second challenge is what is the price mm-hmm. of our fulfilling mm-hmm. our purpose? Okay. What is the price that we need to pay to fulfill our purpose? Mm-hmm. Do we know it? Mm-hmm. Do you know the price? Do you know the price of your purpose? Do you know the price of this business that you've created? Do you know the price of getting this podcast listened to by one million people every time you load it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the price that I'm willing that I should pay? What is the price that I'm willing to pay? Look, here's something, Mr. Mamabolo. That that um, most of the time we want to drive a Mercedes Benz E62 AMG, but we're not willing to pay the price of work. Oh. To get the money. money. Okay. Uh-huh. We're not willing. Uh-huh. We want to steal it. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. We want to steal it. We want, to, we want noodles. We want a car like we want noodles. It okay. work like that. You have to uh-huh. work for it. Oh, yeah. There's something. I, I, I love farming. Uh-huh. I'm not a farmer yet. Maybe I will be. But I love my own home gardening. Okay. And in the in the process of, of, of growing vegetables, I learned uh-huh. that, that, that God has put processes mm-hmm. and systems in place okay. to prevent us from immediate gratitude what is uh, gratification okay avoid immediate the desire for immediate gratification it will steal a lot from you okay okay i remember planted spinach it took i think it i only ate the first leaf after was it 8 weeks oh okay i planted onions it took longer than 8 weeks okay you know, so so you don't need instant. You must be able to wait oh, for okay. things that 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 are important, okay. and that is some of that. Sometimes that could be the price that you have to pay. Oh, waiting. okay, waiting. Hmm. If it requires that, look, you 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 work in a particular place where your job allows you to move around and work in another station. Mm-hmm. So be it. Ah, oh, okay. You need to just pay the price and wait. Just pay the price. Wow, wow, wow. And yeah, where, where where can these people find you? Where where can we find you online? They they can find me. They can follow me on social media on Facebook. I'm Tlantlajima Farafar. Mm-hmm. Farafar on Twitter. I'm at Faras Creations. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is also Tlantlajima Farafar. Mm-hmm. But they can call me or WhatsApp on zero seven nine one eight or eight triple two. Okay. Zero seven nine one eight or eight triple two or email us for booking at info. At Faraz Creations with a Z. Okay. Dot C or dot Z A. Um, otherwise, they can go to our website www.farazcreations.co.za. Okay. And yeah, no. Thank thank you very much for for spending this time with me and sharing with me the lessons that you've learned and really 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 enlightening me because yeah the, as, as you as you were busy sharing with me the lessons that you learned mm-hmm. when you were discovering your purpose. You, you also challenged me. You also challenged Thank me you. because there, there, were, there were some moments, there were some things in my life which I took for granted. Mm. And, and like, 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 like what you said when, when, you, when we were talking about uh, marriage. And it's also something that I've also discovered. You'll find that even success, people use one size, shoot, one, shoot, one size fits all. It doesn't all. work. And yeah, and, and it doesn't work like that. So it, it, marriage wasn't something that I, I looked at from from that very same view, and as as you were busy as you were busy sharing with me that, and and I went back and I reflected and I saw that indeed we can't just say that this is this this is the ideal model because you and me and the needs that we've got they are different in our lives. Mm. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And 
there's never a time when when I want to talk to you or when I want to see you that you will tell me that I don't have time or I'm too busy and you've made yourself accessible to me and and for that I am truly grateful you I'm are, truly grateful it's, it's a pleasure man it's a pleasure let me share when you do from just the point that you just mentioned that uh, when we're saying success it's success there's no one size fit all the same as marriage mm-hmm. the same as your health I mean the reason why you can't find anybody with your um, uh, pupil mm-hmm. uh, makeup no mm-hmm. one with your genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. No one with your fingerprint. Mm-hmm. It means there's nothing that fits you. Wow. wow. That's in wow. anybody else. Mm-hmm. You have things that contributes mm-hmm. that is in everybody else. Okay. But it's not yours. Oh, you just need okay. Con- everybody is a contributor to your life. You are a contributor to their lives. Mm-hmm. But this is there's a story that was told by another businessman. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. So this guy was a multi-billionaire. I think he was worth 14 billion if I'm not mistaken. But okay. he was a multi-billionaire. Okay. His focus was to become a more wealthy and more wealthy and more wealth. Okay. That somebody uh, exceeded him for some reason, I think, became 16 billion and he was still below. Okay. So because he was number one in that country, mm-hmm. somebody shot, hey, what was the problem? He went to the bank. Mm-hmm. I think he borrowed 4 billion. Okay. <laughs> you know, loans like that take time. Mm-hmm. So he, while the bank was busy processing his loan, he committed suicide. Didn't know you. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. He killed himself. Uh-huh. And then later, the, I think a day after or two, uh-huh. the bank sent the letter that the loan was approved. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh-huh. So he died because he was competing with people. Oh. Uh-huh. Not because he didn't have money. money. Oh, okay. I mean, if you have 10 million, you're fine. So uh-huh. he, billion, so to say. Uh-huh. He died because he, was, he had a competitive spirit and he could not sustain his own ego. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh-huh. Also, in other words, we, we need to check our competitive spirits and our ego. Yes. Hmm. And, 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 and as you are speaking, I'm reminded of, it, was it last year or this year, when I, when I made a calculation of how much is a billion? Hmm. And I realized that if, if one could just have one billion, and you were to say that I wanted to finish a billion in my lifetime. What you would need to do is that you would need to spend more than 2,000 rands every day for you to finish a billion. And it would actually take you more than uh, 1,090 years for you to even finish that billion. And a person had 10 billion. Wow. You, you find that they had more than enough money, but it was like like you are saying that yeah, mm. they didn't check. He didn't check his ego, and and he he was competing with everyone else for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. No. Anyway, thank you, man. Ah, thank thank you very much thank for you. for spending this time with me. And maybe maybe one last thing because mm. you you are a man of faith. There's someone who's listening to this podcast who's saying that I, I don't know this God that you spoke about. Uh, you were called a young pastor, but maybe. But I, I'm not a young pastor. Now. Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah. There's someone who's saying that no, I want to have this encounter that that you've had with God. Is there is there a prayer that you you wanted you want to you want to pray with this person? Or? Yeah, that that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Okay, yeah, please please, please that, do that. That would be awesome. If you are listening to this and you want to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. you can just pray after me. You say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I know that you are Lord and Savior, and you died. For my sins and resurrected please forgive all my sins and clear me and write my name in the lamb's book of life i thank you because now i'm saved i am your child in jesus name amen if you've prayed that prayer please send me an email at info at farascreations.co.za um i would love to send you a gift if you prayed that prayer okay i'll send you a gift and then find a church 
that teaches Jesus and the Bible. God bless you. Ah, thank you very much.